Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I am Tamika Gordon. I'm speaking with Crystal Day of Daylight Publishers, a faith-based publishing and marketing consultancy agency that helps new and aspiring authors to bring their books to life. Crystal was also on the Yahoo Finance top book coaches to watch in 2021. She's an award-winning best-selling author, international speaker, brand strategist, mother, and as she puts it, an all-round Jesus girl. She will be sharing with us a bit about um, a bit of her work and how she has impacted the lives of so many through what she does. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm truly, truly blessed. Fantastic. Um, let's begin um, by asking you to share a little bit about your background. Where are you from? What was life like for you, you know, growing up as a child in your community? Um, so I, I was born, um, I was born and raised in the communities. I was born in Maxfield. I grew up, I spent uh, most of my years in Kenkat and in Arnett Garden. So, you know, persons would say, you know, those are some of the, the roughest communities here in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, you know, the, the environment, a lot of violence, you know, poverty, um, the girls get pregnant at a young age, you know, 16, a lot of girls get pregnant, the young, a lot of the boys get involved in criminal activities. So the reality was that around me, there was there was not a, a lot of, I would say, success stories. You, you know, there's not a lot of role models and people that you could admire. But one of the things I tell people that even though all of that was happening, my parents were pretty guarded about us um, growing up. So we weren't like very exposed to a lot of the things that were happening until probably we got very older. But my parents, you know, they were from humble back background. So, you know, we grew up in, I would say, um, poverty to an extent because there are days that, you know, we couldn't afford lunch money. You know, you don't go home and tell mommy that you have a school trip, right? Because, um, yeah, because you know that she couldn't afford it. But they tried the best as they could. You know, they really tried the best. Um, so while I tell people that we were financially poor, we were rich in love because, you know, my brothers and I, my sister, you know, we grew up very close, Um, you know, I have a great relationship with my siblings, etc. So that's kind of, that's kind of what um, my, my beginning was like. I was very, I was very focused. I was very school driven. My father was very, you know, one of those fathers that you had to, like I tell people up to now, I don't know how to ride a bicycle because I just stayed home, stayed in every day and read books, <laughs> you know. Um, I didn't have that childhood where you, you know, you, I mean, you play probably Kodalios, but for the most part, I wasn't like exposed to that, you know, going outside, bicycle and all of these things. Um, But, you know, moving as I grew up, you know, I was very driven in terms of hardworking and always doing 
great in school, very active, you know, always trying to become the first or, you know, come first in my class, you know, I passed uh, my common entrance at 10, I went to the Convent of Mercy Academy Alpha, and, you know, I just went to Alpha and tried my, doing my best, I excelled, you know, graduated a top girl at the school, and, you know, it, trying to always um, be a role model for my siblings, so mm -hmm. that's kind of what my life was like growing up, um, there are so many things that happen in between, but I'll pause there. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you stayed in and read a lot of books. Um, how did that aspect of your life as a child and your upbringing position you to become an entrepreneur, particularly in the field that you now are? It's funny that you said that because for me, I if you had asked me this question before, I would have said no. <laughs> um, while I've always loved books, I honestly never know that this would have been my path if you understand what I mean but my parents like they always say it's funny that I'm a publisher no and stuff because for them they thought that this was like they're not surprised so I I would say that for me I'm a little bit like I didn't know this I always mm -hmm. thought that I would just be a politician that that's it um you know get into law get into politics I always knew that I would impact people like from as long as I can remember, I knew I would have been impacting people, but I didn't know it would have been through books. But um, I could now see, you know, how God used that, my love from, for books, as young as I can. I remember um, coming from school and, you know, there would be like people on the road selling books and I would literally use my lunch money and buy math book and I would just go home and just practicing math. And it's, it's just crazy, <laughs> you know, but um, I didn't know that, it would have led to this, but God knew. And I would say, yes, it, it, it has, my love for books from a child has aided me to, to, to be a better um, publisher and book coach now. So tell us now, how did you get into this line of business? How did you become a publisher? You know, I, I would love, I would love to say, you know, Crystal, um, you know, you studied and, you know, you went to school and you did some English degree and, you know, and all of these things. Honestly, if I'm being very honest, this is God. And I, I, I know people might be saying, oh, you know, she's just being a over spiritual person because she's a Christian. No, um, I was on my path of I worked in the government. I, so I did accounting. So I, I did very well in business at um, in, in high school. Right. So I actually um, collected a top business award. Um in my high school. So I knew that I was going to get into business, entrepreneurship, accounting, right? So I, I was in accounting doing um, in the government field for a few years. I always in my back of my head, as I said, thought about doing my law degree so that I can eventually get into politics. But I was working in accounting, I got into procurement. I had gotten to a place in my, so I gave my life to the Lord. And I remember, you know, just kind of seeking the Lord for purpose because for me, I at 24, I had reached a place in my life where I felt like, whoa, I and I wouldn't say I'm rich and famous or anything, but I'd, a lot of the goals that I had I wanted to accomplish, I had accomplished it. I bought my own home, you know, I had a nice car, I had a, a beautiful daughter, you know, I had a great career. I was doing my MBA. And while I'd accomplished all of the things that I felt like I needed, when I got them, it felt like something was missing. And that's how I started to pray and ask the Lord about what my purpose is. And the more I prayed, the more I sought the Lord. He said, you know, you're here to impact people. 
impact people with your story, impact people with your message. And it just led to, you know, me being exposed to blogging and I started blog and then the blogs, you know, were going viral. People were like, hey, you know, when are you going to write a book? And I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know about no book thing, you know, because back then, 2015, it feel like all the famous people wrote books, especially in Jamaica. We weren't that exposed to like self-publishing and all of that. So, but I kept feeling like in 2015, I just felt like, hey, all the things that you have accomplished, how you have been discovering your purpose, I want you to write that in a book, right? And that's how my first book, Living a Royal Reality, was birthed. In, in the birth, book birth, as again, I'm a professional student. So while even though I had gotten a publisher overseas. So, so hold I on started... a second. Let's 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 break that down for our listeners. So your quest to um um develop your yourself led you yes. to be praying and because of your faith you were saying, you know, what is it that that you want me to do, Lord? And that led you to write a book to yes. share your story because you knew that the calling on your life was to impact people. Yes. So you ended up writing your first book, which came out in 2016. Yes. It's interesting, too, that um, that book, based on your website, um, became a bestseller in just 48 hours. Yes. So tell me about that experience <laughs> and what that meant for your growth and you now your profession as a book coach. Listen, I, I love, I'm loving this interview. Here's why. Because sometimes, you know, because 2015, 2016, that feels so long ago. Sometimes you forget the process. <laughs> so I thank you for bringing me back. Um, As I mentioned, even though I was working with a publisher, I started to do extensive research about publishing. I started to do, you know, I started to just study marketing and branding. And the more I researched, I saw this thing called Amazon bestseller. And I, in my research, I didn't see any Jamaican at the time, Um, you know, becoming an Amazon bestseller and I'm the kind of person I'm very competitive so I'm like all right studying you know buying courses overseas and stuff like oh how can I become a bestseller no the truth is when I eventually when I launched it and I, I I mean I had a platform but I didn't have like million I like my I probably had like maybe 100 or 200 people on Instagram did I even on Instagram that time I don't, I don't even remember probably it was like 2018 I became came on Instagram so this is just me having probably like a email list of 200 people and you know a few people on my Facebook etc but as I said what what I found interesting is that when the book released the in the, the publisher in two days message and said Crystal like like you are number one and I'm uh, on the Amazon bestseller list and I'm like okay <laughs> And when we went, you know what that meant huh? in terms of the impact and success of the of the book. Yeah. So when about day three, it was still number one. And I remember when we checked the download, like within the two days, like 250 people had bought the book. And it might sound small to some people. But for me, as I said, I didn't have like I, I don't I didn't have the amount of platform that I have. No, you know. So it meant that people were discovering and within a month, like over a thousand people had bought the book. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> but uh, what, what that had uh, did for me, it meant that, no. So I started to do business coaching with a coach because I always wanted to do entrepreneurship. So I wanted the coach to help me to, you know, build my coaching business and my speaking business. And I remember the she said to me, because I'm Christian, and she said, why don't you help people to other authors to you are you're a successful author like why don't you help other people to write books and I'm like ah, 
I don't know if I can do that. Like, I know that I can do it for myself, but I don't know, like, I don't know if I can do that for others. And I think that was when she planted a seed and she said, well, go go and pray about it. And as I prayed, you know, um, and research, I'm like, whoa, you know, I, I, I think I can do this, but I didn't, I wasn't very confident. And literally the Lord used three different persons, right? Three different persons to confirm it. Um, three pastors, separate pastors that know me, call me and say, hey, the Lord says that you should, um, you should help me to write my book. So that's kind of how, you know, I got a confirmation. But for me, again, you know, I studied. I've Remind us, Crystal, what the name of your book is, your first book. Oh, my first Amazon book bestseller. Yeah. So my first book is Living a Royal Reality, Discovering Your Purpose at Purpose, Worth, and Identity in Christ. It's really an amazing book. But I can say, you know, now I'm a 10 times author. At least six of my books have become an Amazon bestseller. Um, you know, since I launched my publishing company over in 2017, we have helped um over 40 bestsellers, persons to become bestsellers. We have published over 200 books, worked with over 500 authors in over 11 countries. So, you know, God has been faithful to me on this journey. Interesting. And, 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 and that's why your story is such an impactful one. What, so let, let's get into the, the business of book, book publishing now and what it is that you do. But um, share with me some of the lessons that you had to learn because you, you are coming from a place of wanting to share your story, learning how to share your story and now being able to help others. What are some of the lessons that you had to learn quickly as you grew as a businesswoman and as your business grew? Um, some of the lessons. Um, so I think the major first, uh, the first thing I would say that I would say to anybody about business is that business about is about solving a problem. It's about filling a gap in our market. And sometimes people like, or people like us, myself, and persons that desire impact to impact people, we try to just think about okay, how we can do something, and that's not necessarily what the market wants so it's important that the the self in you die is not necessarily what you want but it's what others need and what you are good at how you can fill that need so that's one of the major lessons that I have been learning about business yes I want to help them to do this particular thing but how can I based on what they want um, pair what I want to do with what they want because people are going to pay for like anybody like we don't just go and buy things right we buy things to either fill a need to 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 like we it, that's a solution like people are looking for a solution and that's how they will spend their money so that's the number one thing I've learned about business so it's um, matching the needs it's being in tune with your customers needs and yes. finding that sweet spot in how to um supply that need yes Yes. Good. Um, I think the second thing, um, the, the second thing is that I would say that you have to be a, a, a lifeline learner as an entrepreneur because your business will not grow more than you. So mm. especially what you find that with women, sometimes they get so emotionally attached to 
okay, this is where I'm at right now and I'm satisfied with where I'm at. But what you find different with men, and I was thinking about it today, men entrepreneurs are always networking. They're always um, collaborating with each other. They're always like, what you find that with women, it's not as easy. We don't easily promote each other. We don't easily cheer for each other. So you find that um, we have to be a lifelong learner so that we're able to grow. We're able to grow in networking. We're able to grow in our brand. We're able to grow marketing-wise. We're able to grow. And also asking for help. A part of learning is learning to ask for help. So because we don't know everything. You understand? We can't do everything in our business. So that's number two. Like be a lifelong learner. Um, and I would say, you know, bracket, ask for help. And the final thing I would say regarding business is that... Um, you know, like you are not limited by where you are at. One of the major um, accomplishments, I believe, for me as an entrepreneur is that I desired, I had a desire to impact people globally. So while I'm located in Jamaica, I wasn't restricting myself to Jamaica. I had to learn about how to, 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 to build a brand online so that I'm able to touch people all over the world work with different people from the Caribbean work with different people in other continents also so you know just not be limited in our minds about where we are at but you know have an abundance mindset to know that you know as the bible says for me the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof so I can access everything that um the lord can present to me in the world that's that those are some lovely gems crystal thank you for that um, has there been a challenge or an instance that you you know you had to grapple with? What was their, their your greatest challenge, and um, how have you overcome that? Ah, uh, that's a very good question. Um, definitely, 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 I've had several, several, several <laughs> challenges. Um, in my business, I'm not going to like that. That is the truth. Um, I think probably I would say my top two um challenge is um finding let me say getting the help so I'm not very good administrative wise but sometimes as a small business owner you feel like hey I have to do everything because I cannot afford it so but when I do try to get help like I hire somebody I admin you find that people are just not as vested in the business as you would want them to maybe you're not compensating them enough or etc so one of the things that I've been learning I, I re that has been a challenge for me is to hire good help hire people that will be able to buy into the vision and to help you to build that vision but I don't give up I've just been trying so you know I recently hired a new admin assistant you know trying to work I don't just give up on Sometimes I feel like I want to give up because I'm like, Lord, I just don't know if I can do this uh, alone. But, you know, I, I try to extend and give other people a chance. Um, another major challenge, I would say, um, is just the mindset, a mindset challenge where, especially as a Jamaican Black Christian woman, I realize that money is one of those things that especially growing up in poverty like I do money is not a conversation that we have many of us don't know how to manage money properly we don't know how to manage wealth we don't know you know how to really like do that stuff um that I've been being intentional especially in the last year to just kind of learn about you know money and managing money and um so that has been I honestly didn't realize how much 
my mindset, my money mindset was not in the right place. So you get money and you only know how to spend it versus how can I save, how can I invest, how can I, um, so that I would say has been a, a, a challenge also. Um, and my only advice would be that, you know, just re when you, once you are recognizing that this is an issue for you, then you are, you have to be willing to get help. So I hire coaches, you know, I read books. I try to apply as best as I can the things that I'm learning. So, so far, I think those would be my two biggest challenges. Great. And it seems that you're well on your way to overcoming them because you have the mindset of wanting to learn how to surpass these obstacles. Um, interesting point, Crystal. Uh, we're taking a break now to hear from our sponsors. Grace has been part of some special moments over the years, helping to make them, well, more memorable, even when they're a little bit unexpected. And with 100 years of great taste behind us, you can be sure we'll be making even more moments for 100 years to come. Grace, taste that moves you. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Keisha. Just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things there. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsco.com for more info. Welcome back. I'm speaking with Crystal Day of Daylight Publishing, who is sharing her journey of being a book coach with us and the lessons that she has learned as she has grown her business. Very, imp um, very important point you were making there, Crystal, about, um, you know, seeking the resources that will assist you to overcome the challenges that you face. So let's talk about now how you say you started your business in 2017. How has your book coaching business, your publishing business grown in the last few years? Um, boy, you know, I honestly can say that God has been faithful. I'm honestly very humbled about the growth that we have had over the last um, six years of doing this. I mean, one, I have been doing this full time. So it means that for me, business is not just, oh, you know, business is, this is how I, I, I literally take care of me and my family. So, you know, financially, I'm always learning to grow. Financially, I'm always learning to invest, et cetera. Um, so, you know, again, you know, we have worked with over, as I said, over 500 authors from over 12 countries in the world. And that, that alone, I can just say, show you that, you know, things are, are, are I'm, I'm, I'm growing and I'm progressing. I have had the opportunity to be on some of the top podcasts in the world. I was named as one of the, 
the, the top 10 book coaches in the world by Yahoo Finance um, to watch. You know, I've been featured as one of the top um, 20 Christian life coaches in the world. Um, you know, I've been featured on top magazine as a speaker, as a book coach. So, you know, it's, it's I think for me, I'm not, while I'm normally driven to, you know, accomplishment, the truth is my biggest accomplishment is to see my clients, um, yeah, bring their dreams to life, you know, helping them to write their books, helping them to become bestsellers, helping them to launch their speaking platform, helping many of them to, 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 to also, you know, just grow their brand exponentially, grow their business, you know, because I also do business coaching also, so grow their business. So for me, my greatest success is watching my clients to win. Yes, I have been on, you know, some, I've been, I spoke at, you know, the, the, the United States Embassy here in Jamaica, you know, um, some of, some of the top corporate organization but for me yeah it's nice for me to say I've accomplished those things but I feel like personally my biggest accomplishment is seeing my clients win when they invest with working with me I do my best I, I work hard to ensure that they are a success story fantastic and it's interesting that you should mention um, the awards and the things that you're noted for, because you basically led up to my next question. You know, tell me about the awards, some of them, and, and how that experience or the experience of winning and being noted um, in those awards. How has that or how have those experiences um, helped to shape and to grow your business and, and your skills as you, you've, you know, you've moved along? You are the... You've, you've gotten an award, Author Legacy Award in Baltimore in the U.S. That's another one of them. And as you mentioned, the Yahoo Finance um, Top Book Coaches to Watch for 2021. What has been the impact of getting all of these awards on your business and your business growth? Um, I mean, I think, all right, so getting awards, it's always great for visibility purposes and credibility. You know, when people see the work that you're doing, because even last year, you know, uh, a church here in Jamaica gave me a Top Kingdom Influencer Award because they have been just watching um, all the things that I have been saying, right? So um, I, all the things that I've been doing with other people. So it is, it is great to be recognized. It feels good, but also it's always a good credibility. People say, oh, well, if she's been recognized by Yahoo Finance, I mean, that one, you know, got me on like four interviews here in Jamaica, right? Um, different media outlets. Um, etc. You know, even the, the in the Legacy Award here in Jamaica, you know, being the first Jamaican to win that award is is a big deal. Um, and even after that, I have one of two of my clients were well, one one was nominated for the award in the finalist, and one of my other clients won um, two years after I did. So, as I said, for me, the awards are great, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess because. I am just always somebody that's always working and, and, and putting out my best. While it's great and I, I enjoy them, I don't really live in those moments because for me, the impact, the, the, the fact that, my, like I'm more happier that one of my clients have won it than I do because it's for, always for me to pay it forward. Um, and that's, that's just me being honest. You know, that's just, um, so it has helped my business in terms of, yes, it has given me visibility, it's given me credibility. It has kind of made me affirm that, hey, Crystal, you're on the right track. Crystal, you're, you know, the work that you're putting in 
is good work. The work that you're putting in is, is professional. You know, you're always operating in a spirit of um, excellence. And that for me is a blessing. I should add also last year in 2022, I launched because of my low, like, because of, you know, the awards that I've gotten and all of these things, I launched uh, uh, the Kingdom Author Success Conference, right? Um, Repeat that, Kingdom Author Success Conference. Yeah, it's a conference and it's an award, right? So I have an award where I'm, I am awarding Kingdom Authors, you know, in different categories of their books. Because again, it's, it's for me, it's not just me crystal you know being rich and famous and crystal like i want to pay it forward that that's for me what my impact looked like you know the, the same Where feeling do you that, think that drive comes from crystal that passion that you have for seeing other people grow um and i don't know it's, it must this must be god this must be god because i remember even as a child i remember even as a child you know at age 10 I would be saying to my friends, what is like, it's preparing for common entrance. How can we go and study? You know, which school do you want to attend? You know, making like we never have vision board, like telling each other, like, hey, you know, this is a school that we're like, it's, I've always been that kind of person that is always trying to motivate others to be the best. And that's why I have to push myself to, to be the best that I can be, that I've always been an inspiration to others. I think so that's I, that your spiritual life, because of your faith, it brings to 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 um the application of what you do. Yeah, I think it was. I was born like this. I'm honestly can say, as I as evil before as a Christian, I've always been like this. But I have it has amplified because of my faith. But I believe that this is how God has made me, and not just that. Let me while I say God has made me, I also know what poverty feels like i know what it feels like to go to my bed hungry i know what it feels like to to not have lunch money or not have books to go to school and i think that was why i wanted to become a politician because i wanted to be in a place where i can help others um so knowing what lack felt like it's not nice it's not it's 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 a a feeling you 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 struggle with you know this spirit of inadequacy and feeling like you're not good enough and you're not deserving enough and because of that feeling, I just want to, to, to help others to not have to, to feel that way. And I think you've answered the question beautifully there because two things came out, your faith and your drive because of your Christian principles and belief and because of your circumstances growing up and seeing lack, you now want to empower people to get to a place of fulfillment and, and being able to you know, capitalize and, and, and monetize. So very interesting. And, and it's an interesting point on which to go to the other question, which is, what are the, 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 the notes of encouragement that you would give to a nerve, nervous entrepreneur, somebody who wants to write a book or to launch a business, but is, you know, timid to do so? What's your encouragement? Um, I mean, fear, fear is one of those things. So you can look at fear two ways. You can look at fear as, oh, um, and allow it to, to, to cripple you or you can use fear to, to fuel you. Fear is there to say, for example, you're at the edge, edge of a cliff. There's a fear that kicks in that is trying to protect you. You understand? So if you, but the truth is, if you had on a, a parachute on your back and you are at the edge of a cliff, fear, and even though you feel the fear, you know that if you jump off of that, you can fly and the parachute will catch you. So I think 
when we will always feel fear 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 is there again you know mostly to protect you but you can use it to either cripple you or fuel you and if an entrepreneur that's listening the fear is okay what i would say is one like the parachute if you're at the edge of the cliff the parachute means that you're prepared so what can you do to prepare yourself that when you jump off that you will have some cushion you are able to fly it right so as an entrepreneur before start doing your research start looking at what problem you need to solve right um what problem you are solving who you're solving it for you know i'm um, talking to your your target audience seeing how your skill set and your knowledge can be able to be aligned with what um with with, with the, whatever business that you're going to launch get help also right get help um get work with a coach right work with somebody that is able to help you to 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 uh, to, to let t- the the fear to help to minimize the fear a bit so i would say hey um if if you have this desire you can do it i i think about i always say to people think about it i don't have a desire to go on and 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 fly a plane it's just not a desire of mine so you know like it means that most likely i'm not called to fly a plane but if one day i get up and feel like you know what i want to fly a plane guess what i'm gonna study and become a pilot then it means that it's possible for me. So whatever desire you have right now, it is possible. There's nothing, the word of God says that there's nothing impossible with God. So once you have a desire, I believe that it is possible for you and it's just for you to believe, it's just for you to prepare and it's just for you to do it. And also I will will close with saying that the truth is failure is not final. Failure is just a, a, a learning preparation for your next season i have had failed businesses before daylight i've had failed launches in daylight i have failed you know as i've gone or i feel like i've failed many times as i go along this process but failure doesn't stop me because i'm thinking about the impact that i could create with what god has given me more than i'm thinking about preserving myself Interesting. What's the next step for you? Where do you see your business going out um, from here? Um, oh, well, you know, I've been asking myself this question for a, 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 a few months, like what's next um, for me? Because I've, so while I had daylight, I also had a Christian Coaches Alliance. So it was both. So where I um, certify and train Christian life coaches because I really do believe that the world needs more Christian life coaches. Um, that season, I kind of stepped back from the Christian Coaches Alliance and started to focus mostly on the authors because that's what I feel like the Lord was share- saying to me that I should focus more on, you know, just helping authors to share their story, um, helping them to monetize their books because that's another thing. Like when we see books, we just think like, oh, just write a book and that's it. No, like there are, like over seven um, income stream that one author can create. Like you can create a whole business from your book. So I've been um, focusing on that since last year more than ever. And I think for the next few years, um, that might be it where I'm just equipping kingdom authors to write their books so that they can leave a legacy, publish professional books to ensure that when the books go out there, you know, people... Are, are blessed, people are impacted, people's lives are transformed, teaching them how to monetize their books so that they can create financial wealth for themselves and their family, right? So 
for now, I'm going to say that's the mission. Um, I, I think one of the major vision is to be the, the number one um, faith-based publishing company in the Caribbean. Like Daylight, like every Caribbean country should know Daylight. So um, that's one. And secondly, I do desire to open a bookstore. It's not just a bookstore, but it's like a, a oasis where persons can come to, you know, just come and chill and come and read and, you know, just kind of, because I'm obsessed with Barnes. When I travel, I'm always at Barnes and Nobles. It's my happy place, you know, just being around books and just books give you possibilities, you know, give books give you exposure. So I, for now, this is what the Lord has um, called me to do. I'm also a minister. Of course, I still, you know, I'm a speaker. So I'm always wanting to speak all over the world. I'm going to Trinidad in a few weeks, you know, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to Atlanta in a few weeks, you know. So um, I'm just always looking to, to grow my speaking platform so I can share the message that God has given me personally through my personal books. Because while I'm a publisher, I'm also an author. God has given me a mission and message to share with others. But while I'm doing that, I'm also equipping our kingdom authors, right, to build a legacy beyond them. So for now, um, I would say within the next five years, to be known, to be known as a top publisher in the Caribbean, but while also being a top minister, minister to women in, of all ages, helping them to know who they are in Christ, but also helping them also to use their message to impact lives. Thank you so much, Crystal. This interview has provided a lot of gems and we wish you all the best on your endeavors, those that mission, as you call it, seems quite um you know impactful and purpose driven and we we are just you know sending you some love and you know, wishing you all the best thank you so much for the work that you are doing you are also causing an impact thank you for the exposure you know there is somebody that has never heard for, of crystal day that is right now going to be exposed because of your obedience and for that i am truly grateful also Thank you so much. This has been Impacting Jamaica. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.